Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
What a great record. Touch of Glass from 1976, and you've got to know better. I think I'm right in saying that was a soul sound discovery. <laughs> one of many, one of many. I'm Eddie Crampton, this is two hours of 70s soul, funk and disco. Well, I say 70s soul, tonight's featured artist is going to drag us ever so slightly into the 1980s, but with good reason, because it's only the lovely Jocelyn Brown. Yeah, she'll be here around about 20 past the hour. <laughs> we'll be we'll be chatting about her career and uh, things that are coming up, like the forthcoming per, um, performance at the Jazz Cafe in London in January. You'll find out more about that uh, as the show goes on. Also, I've got new music. Well, it's not new music, really. It's um, previously only released on an album, and that album was like hen's teeth. So uh, uh, Cliff Steele and the guys at Creative Soul Records have um, re-licensed two of the songs from Centura's uh, self-titled album. I can play you both of those in the second hour of the show. Right now, there, let's move swiftly on. Got True Reflection in just a moment. Shalimar as well. But uh, right now, T-U-M-E, the ultimate music experience, apparently. And Love Shortage.
Hello, everybody. This is Jeffrey Daniel of Shalomar, wishing you all a very, very happy holiday season. I hope you make this the best ever, and lots of love, spread the love, and I hope to see you soon.
You know, I've seen Shalimar a couple of times and they always impress. Um, the thing that impresses me most is that one song, they don't sort of start and finish. They uh, run into each other like a continual medley and the whole thing is choreographed from start to finish. Bless them. The three of them just don't stop for a breath. So if you ever get your chance to go and see Shalimar, then uh, trust in me and uh, do yourself a favour. There, from 1979 is the second time around right here on the 70s Soul Funk and Disco Show. Now then, we're going down to Chicago for uh, True Reflection and then back to New York City for Donny McGee. This is Donna McGee, and I want to wish each and everyone a Merry Christmas and a safe and blessed New Year. Ciao. Thank you. 
Great sound of the fabulous Donna McGee, of course, part of the Patrick Adams PA system alongside people like Leroy Burgess and Venus Dodson and Christy Wiltshire and Alma Fay and Jocelyn Brown. I'll be talking to Jocelyn next as soon as we've heard her singing with Dazzle.
live on the line. I've got the lady herself, Jocelyn. Um, now, I usually say welcome to England, but you've been an English resident for uh, quite a while now, haven't you? Uh-huh. Yeah, sure have. <laughs> what, what made you decide to settle in the UK? Well, I didn't decide to settle. The UK decided to settle me, right. okay? Okay. <laughs> and the thing was is that uh, I had come over here to do just, you know, to take a, a opportunity to do a deal. Yeah. But it turned out that the deal was sour. Okay. And what pick up from that was performance. Uh-huh. So I've been performing ever since I came over here. And that's what's been keeping me here, living here in London, England. Wonderful, you know? wonderful. Nice place to be as well. But uh, so you're still an in-demand performer, but you've been singing. I think your first yes. perf- public performance was, how old were you, three years old? Uh-huh, three Wow. With my grandmother and my family yeah, in church. Um, that was the whole thing that I did. He's got the whole world in his hands. Yeah. That was my normal song, okay? Yeah. And starting from North Carolina, the, I didn't get to New York City until I was like six years old. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't performing. I was with my mommy and my aunt, who were performers. Yeah. And uh, from that time on, I've been in New York, you know, from seven years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, the work that I've achieved didn't happen until I was 14. Right. And that was my Aunt Barbara. Oh, yes. Barbara Roy. Yeah, former interviewee on this show. Lovely lady. I heard my cousin Brenda. Mm-hmm. They were called Barbara and Brenda. Mm. They had a group out at that time, and uh, she kept me with her. And I did, you know, background sessions. My first background session was with her. Oh, lovely. You know? Yeah. What is it? The name of the group was... Uh, Ecstasy, Passion and Pain? No, not her group. It was another group. My cousin Brenda and my auntie and myself sang the background, Peaches and Herbs. Oh, right. Yeah, it was on their first album. And we did two songs on there. And uh, I was 14. Wow, wow. So from that point on, being in New York, going to school and everything and doing a little spot jobs with my aunt, I got to understand that I could make money yeah. singing. But trying to pursue a singing career, I was pursuing, I wanted to be a, a, a doctor. Oh, right. A pet, yeah, I wanted to be a pet doctor. Yeah, vet. And, uh-huh, veterinarian, yep. And my mom said that the Bronx High School was too far away from home, and she didn't want me traveling on the train that late and all that stuff, so that knocked that out. And then after that, you know, other things began to happen, and I began to sing background for people, you know, like, you know, Roberta Flack and John Lennon. And, yeah, John Lennon. Yeah. I mean, what was it like working with him? Oh, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Because apparently, apparently he was a really nice man, wasn't he? Nice. He was like your brother. <laughs> like, he taught me everything I needed to know about sushi. Sushi? <laughs> uh-huh. Right. I, wasn't, I didn't understand it. Or un- I knew about it until I met him. And he had a whole display of it in the studio. Mm. And it freaked me out because I said, it's all raw fish. Yeah. It's raw fish. And he said, no, 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 no. He said, this is good. He said, do you know anything about this? I said, no. I wouldn't eat no raw fish in my house. No, I've, ne- I've never had it, no. He said, I'm going to teach you something. He gave me a cucumber wrapped in rice and seaweed. hmm and that's the first taste I had about what it was to have something on the sushi side. Wow. And, yeah. and it went on from there to so much more. Yeah. And my baby was with me as well. So my daughter and myself and him and his son and Yoko, 
we all was losing our minds and the sing and the other singers vouched for us as well. Lovely. So it was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was beautiful. You became very in demand. I mean, across all genres, you, you've uh, sung background for Janis Joplin, the same as you have for um, I don't know Michael Jackson, and mm-hmm. um, you got you got a gig with Change, a band called Change, that really hit the ground running, didn't it? What can you tell me about that? Do you remember the day you got the call? Oh yeah, I got the call. Uh, and actually, I was in the studio when I got that call. Oh, right. I was in another session, and they asked me to come over to the studio where they were to meet them. Mm-hmm. And I got over there and Luther was there and we were acting stupid. <laughs> acting, you know, and he was telling me about it. Luther was telling me about the song that was done because it was called Searching. Oh yeah, Searching, yeah. Uh-huh, and that was the first song that we did together. Wow. So I was like, okay, great. Let's have some fun. And that's how I saw it. I didn't see it as making a monumental step in life. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, and uh, you were credited as Jocelyn Shaw on the Change LP. Yeah, married at that time. Ah, so Jocelyn Shaw was your married name. Yeah, that explains it then. Taking that line then, you were involved in George Benson's Give Me the Night LP, but there you yeah. were um, credited as Jocelyn Allen. And wrong, they made a mistake. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, I they, see. I didn't know what he's moonlighting. Had, they made a mistake and acknowledged it, but I don't know how many more albums came out like that. It might have been quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. As long as they addressed me as Jocelyn Brown on that check, I was fine. Absolutely. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> well, um, change disbanded not uh, too long after, and you started recording with other groups, including uh, Inner Life on um, Soul Soul Records. Yeah. And uh, you produced a great disco version of Ain't No Mountain High Enough. I mean, Soul Soul was a real vibrant label central to the disco scene, wasn't it? Uh huh. It was one of those, it was between Spanish, disco, and R&B. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think because Joe, Joe Baton set the label up, didn't they? he? So there's the Latin influence. Yes. I mean, quite a few, quite a few different people were on that label. Mm. But on their label, I was a hired singer. Yeah. And I was hired you know, with Greg Carmichael, who got in touch with me about Inner Life. Yeah. And Inner Life was not the name. Inner Life became the name after we did yeah. the song. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the name comes up. And uh, it was a situation that I was first grateful and, and, and it was wonderful, but it also put me in a position where I couldn't change who I was or how I was yeah. or the I had. Because I've, I've, been, I've, I've been announced as a, you know, the one with the big voice <laughs> and all that stuff, you know, from South Pole, from Inner Life, yeah. you know, yeah. So you know? it was whilst you were within a life that um, there was a record came out that really pushed your career forward, caught up in a one-night love affair. What yeah. do you think? What do you remember about that? That was the first song I ever did as a recording, as a demo. Mm-hmm. It turned out to become a single. <laughs> yeah. And it was very sought after. It was, there was a bidding war for it, wasn't there? Yes. They, I don't, well, you got to remember something else. No, you wouldn't remember this because you didn't know. I was not pioneering to be a star. No. No, sir. I, that's not why I worked. I worked to support me and my child mm. and my sisters and myself and my mom. I had to support my family and music, thank you, Jesus, was in my life. It was a part of my life every day. So it wasn't something that I was unusual about dealing with. 
it was more about how it got handed to me. Yeah. And was not acknowledged of being a single solo artist. I was a background singer. Yeah. Uh, but all of a sudden, they got my voice all over the place and doing a lot of stuff. And I was too naive. I didn't understand. I was not abreast of music and its business. So they took the piss. Right. I've heard that so many times. Yeah, they did. And Jocelyn Brown, the name stood, but the responsibility and the money and all that did not. A lot of people ran away from it, would not accept it, and would not give me points, would not give me an entitlement. They used my name, though. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know how to beg for it or to plead for it or yeah. to fight for it. Because that wasn't a part of me. No. Uh, but growing up in New York City and being part of the disco scene there, that must have been a real buzz because, I mean, it was the heart of the disco era. You're iconic clubs. You're a regular club goer and performer at places like, uh, well, Paradise Garage was one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you got you got uh, a very good friendship with Larry Levan, hadn't you? Mm-hmm. He was my buddy. <laughs> and we did a good thing together when we did Ain't No Mountain High Enough together, yeah. you know, part of the one that love affair. He remixed as well. Yeah. He was a good guy. He liked my fried chicken. That's what he liked. <laughs> Bless him. Lovely. And, I mean, as well as being a prolific singer, you've also a, a big songwriter as well, aren't you? You wrote, uh, along with your sister, um, one of the biggest selling songs, certainly of the 80s, Somebody Else's Guy. Yes. My baby sister and I wrote that together. Wow. She's not with me anymore. Oh, bless. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Yes. But it's okay because we wrote a song that's going to have her living for life. Yeah. You know, and she was good, and she is good. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the the song itself is not good. It's still on rotation on commercial radio here in the UK and across the world. So um, she certainly left a legacy behind, doesn't she? Sure did. Yeah, she sure did. Yeah. Um, the thing about songwriting, though, I can't help but think that songwriters, when they lay the words down, they're pretty much bearing the souls when they create these songs, because I always assume that they're based on personal experiences. Was that the case with this one? Yes, it was. All right. My sister both had a personal situation that went down. Right. Between us, you know, her guy and my guy. And we found out some things that we need to talk about. Right. And the day it happened was the day that my sister and I sat down at the piano and began to create somebody else's guy. Mm. Lovely. Must be quite therapeutic. Um, just a moment ago, you were talking about the fact that you were powerless to um, get the money that you were owed from the industry because there were so many shysters about that were going to have you over, for want of a better phrase. But, um, I mean, that so often happens when you, a voice as powerful as yours gets sampled, doesn't it? I mean, um, I remember Snaps, I've Got the Power. Isn't it right that you uh-huh. first heard that in a club and said, well, that's me? Uh, well, I was in the club rehearsing, doing a sound check. Yeah. And sister that was with me, she was working with me, she came in the room and she said, Justin, I swear, I swear, this DJ just played a song that's got your voice on it. And I said, girl, shut up. <laughs> I said, you know, they're always talking about that kind of crap. She said, Jocelyn, please come with me. So I went with her to the next door area and asked the DJ if he would play that song again. And when he played it again, I said, dang, could you play it one more time? And he said, yeah. And I realized that was me. Mm. Doing a song with Jelly Bean Benitez. Yeah. And how could, how did that happen? And being naive to what's going on in the business and how people are doing things, they took the piss. They yeah. got it and never acknowledged me, never paid me, never did anything that no. they were supposed to. Well, I, th- I think the vocal was lifted from a song called Love's Gonna Get You, wasn't it? That's right. 
Yeah. You see, the thing about that, it must be it must be flattering that they're lifting your voice, but it also must be so frustrating that they're ripping you off. Well, the thing is, is that what's more frustrating than that, the people that I originally did that song with, mm-hmm. for it to have a situation lifted and dealt with on that level, yeah. is totally disrespectful. Yeah, because that would have been with their permission, wouldn't it? That's right. And so they gave permission without me knowing it. Oh, dear. You know, and to this day, as we are talking, we are still dealing with that. Right. Oh, dear. And 32 years later, here here we are, still in court. (sighs) Ouch. Well, best wishes for a good outcome there. Wonderful. Now, you've always had a gospel route. Um, you, obviously, your early life was in the gospel church. Um, you went mm-hmm. back to gospel, didn't you, with an, an LP called True Praises in 2012. Right. Is that something yes. you've always wanted to do? Yes, and more. There's oh. more to that. And the best part about that is, is that I had a chance to sing what I love. Yeah. I was still immature. I'm, I'm, I was still very immature right. and understand what it was to do a gospel album. But I understood what it was to interpret the feelings. So I did a good job with that to the, to the best of my ability. But I wait for God to allow me to do it again. Yeah. At least before I leave, leave this planet. Yeah. You know, I'm going. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't too much longer after that that you went back into the studio with another gospel theme with um, your good friend Connie Harvey, bless her, who I've got to thank for arranging this interview, by the way. Tell me yeah. about We Got the Power. We wrote that together. Right. You know, I gave more of the incentiment than me writing because she wrote the words. Mm -hmm. And because her and I worked together so long and she did with somebody else's guy with me and all that. She did. She was in backing, wasn't she? That's right. And she helped me create it as well. You know, doing the backing part. It it was wonderful. Mm -hmm. And I did another one with Colleen Anderson that you've not heard before. Right. That's out there. And they're, you know, working with sisters that know God is intense. It's really intense. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's the best. Yes. <laughs> it's the best formula for anything in the world. And how proud I am of knowing that I had a chance to be with my sisters. Yeah. In creating this just so beautiful. Wonderful. Um. So I saw you just, just before lockdown, went to the Jazz Cafe. Lovely venue. I know you're a regular there, aren't you? And always yeah. great performance. You're back there again in January. I am. That, yes. that must be like a home from home for you, the Jazz Cafe. Yes, it was. It allowed me to know what the system was as far as musicians were concerned. Yeah. Uh, so you're at the Jazz Cafe on the 20th, 21st of uh, January. Only a few tickets still available because it's a lovely, intimate venue. If you've never been to the Jazz Cafe, you certainly need to get yourself down there because it's always a great night. Have you got any other projects on the horizon? My daughter and I are writing and uh, my daughter's really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're trying to put together another situation as far as uh, inspirational music is concerned. Lovely. You know, inspirational dance, inspirational house. Uh Uh-huh. You know, I'm trying to go back there just to give a sample, but it's not going to be about the love and the the love I lost and all that kind of yeah. stuff. It's going to be about the love to get and the love to have and the love that's with you no matter what. Lovely. You know, that's where we're going to now. That's what we're dealing with. Splendid. So, so there, might I, be, there might be a new album release um, later next year, do you think? What's the time so. scale? Well, we're definitely talking about working on it right now. Lovely. You know, as far as December and January is concerned. So I don't know, when maybe the middle of next year. Wonderful. Look forward to it. Jocelyn, mm-hmm. thanks so much for your time 
I've really enjoyed talking to you and I wish you okay. um, a wonderful Christmas. Thank you so much and the same to you. Thank you.
you know that's one of the biggest selling singles of the 1980s wonderful jocelyn brown and somebody else's guy more from jocelyn in the second hour of the show also we've got that um, previously uh, album only uh, songs from creative soul uh, from tats taylor and cliff Steele. that's coming in the second half of the show right now though we're going to texas for archie bell and the drills <laughs>
Philadelphia International Records and such a distinctive sound, isn't it? There we go from 1976. Of course, former interviewee on this very show, Archie Bell, along with his drills, and don't let love get you down. If you missed that interview or you'd like to hear um, the extended interview in full, you can find that on my website, shinyl, S-H-I-N-Y-L dot co dot UK, alongside, oh, a hundred or so others. <laughs> Lovely. Now then, I've got Chris Clark in just a moment. But first, Seventh Wonder, a band that recorded on Chicago's Mercury label with an album-only song. Now, um, when the album was sold, uh, called Thunder, uh, it was sold on the strength of a, a song that charted called I Enjoy Ya, but for me, it's track two, side one that knocks my socks off. This is Missing Out. Wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Mama cried. 
Motown's Chris Clark there with her version of Elvis Presley's In the Ghetto right here on the 70s Soul Funk and Disco Show. Do you know, through the 70s, she used to keep leopards as house cats. Lovely lady, so humble as well. i got uh, 29 featuring Lenny White taking us to the top of the hour and then we're back with fluorescent smog.
So I'm gonna be knocking at your door Hey, let me in Your sweet love I taste it and I want some more I wanna taste it Again and again and again and again You make me feel Like, like I'm walking on air Like I'm walking on air Oh, when you touch me, girl I, I tremble When I feel the touch of your loving hand I just I had to, I'd walk all day to get to your love. Cause you got that kind of love. You make a man feel, feel. You got the kind of love to make a man fall on his knees and beg the Lord. Share the long with you. Yeah. 
Now, every time I hear that record, I can picture Bob Snow dancing away behind the decks. If you've never met Bob Snow, he's the loveliest bloke you could ever wish to meet. Fluorescent Smog, all my life, right here on uh, the 70s Soul Funk and Disco Show from 1978. Don't forget, in this hour, we've got uh, another song featuring Jocelyn Brown, this time as lead vocalist with Inner Life. That's coming up in around about 15 minutes' time. And then we've also got uh, the brand new release out of the Creative Soul label run by uh, Tats Taylor and Cliff Steele and it's a belter as well. I'm going to play that for you in about half an hour's time. Bobby Patterson on the way with a song that um, was also covered by Bobby Shannon but right now this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Is caress an opportunity?
This is Bobby Patterson wishing you a merry, merry, merry Christmas and a happy New Year. Baby, yeah, my, 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 my sweet baby, yeah. Now some people get a groove from drinking all night long. Other people get a groove, baby <laughs> From watching TV at home Oh, I, I get my From you, darling Oh, yes, I do Now some people get a groove From going To a picture show Then there are other people, baby Who want to get there From wearing fancy clothes But I, I get my groove, baby. I, I get my groove. I, I get my groove from you, baby. I get it from you, darling. Oh yes, I do. I want you to know I get a thrill, baby Oh, whenever, whenever, whenever you're near All you got to do is call my name, baby Just let me know, baby Just let me know you're here And I'll, I'll get my Get it for you, darling. Oh, yes, I will. You know how to make me move, baby. Nobody but you, girl, girl, can make me groove. You make me move, baby. You really know how to make me groove, baby. The original and best version for me, Bobby Patterson, and I get my groove from you. He's a lovely bloke, you know, so um, always up for a chat. Bless him, he's been afflicted by having a couple of strokes in the last two or three years, and uh, it's made him really self-conscious, so I was very fortunate to get the interview out of him in the first place. If you missed that interview, by the way, you can listen again at shinyl.co.uk, S-H-I-N-Y-L.co.uk. Got another Bobby in just a moment, but uh, and that's Bobby Sheen, but first... 
this is a lady who's just as much at home on the silver screen on the stage as she is in the recording studio this is vivian reed Another way 
Every Soul DJ's get out of jail free card there in my part of the world. Guaranteed floor filler from Bobby Sheen. In fact, two great sides. I don't know whether I've said this before. I'm sure I must have promised you that I'd play um, I May Not Be What You Want at some point. But I've not done that yet, I'm sure. I'm going to do that next week. There's Bobby Sheen with something new to do right here on the 70s Soul Funk and Disco show. Next up, I've got Luther Vandross featuring heavily on this Mascara song.
Unmistakable sound of Mr. Luther Van Dross featuring on uh, Mascara's 1979 hit, See You in LA, right here on the 70s Soul and Funk and Disco Show. Now then, this week's um, celebrity guest has been the lovely Jocelyn Brown, and I'm going to play next the song that really brought to the attention of uh, the world stage. It's with Inner Life, it's I'm Caught Up in a One Night Love Affair, but first, Jocelyn's got a little message for you. Hi, this is Jocelyn Brown, and I'm wishing you a Merry, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
In a life, of course, with the um, vocals of tonight's celebrity guest, of course, Jocelyn Brown. And uh, that song was so hot when the demo was caught that uh, it started a local bidding war among the record labels. Uh, Prelude won it at a price of $17,000 back in 1979. And uh, you can see why, can't you? Now, we all know Shaka Khan, real name Yvette Stevens, but did you know that she had a a sister called Yvonne Stevens, who, when she joined the Black Panthers, was renamed Taka Boom? Here she is from 79 with Night Dancing.
Taka Boom, Shaka Khan's sister, and uh, Night Dancing right here on the 70s Soul Funk and Disco Show. Right, next up, I'm going to play you that um, that new release, a new 45 coming out on UK label Creative Soul, which is run by uh, Andy Tats Taylor and Cliff Steele, where they unearth some fabulous tracks that have just not seen, either not been released or uh, very, very elusive. This time, <laughs> they've excelled themselves, I think, because they've found two album-only songs uh, that came out on a really obscure album by a band called Centura. I'm going to play you a snippet of I'm in Love and then the flip side, Just Don't Love You. Have a listen and then I'll tell you where you can buy it. Just me for you and you for me I need love I need love I need love I need love Give me directed those two songs then got Sunday Chill Out written all the way across my all the way fabulous uh, and that's on Creative Soul Label it is a limited press so if you're going to get a copy of that you need to get in quick and the address is creativesoulcouk.bigcartel.com creativesoulcouk.bigcartel.com Dot com. Far too many dots in this world nowadays, aren't there? Uh, right, so next up, next week's guest is going to be the fabulous Martha High. And there she is with a message. Hi, this is Martha High. And you know what? I just like to take time out to say, have a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from me to you.
released on James Brown's People label, and uh, there's Martha High with a song called Try Me. Love that record. It was a flip to a version of Georgie Gill, you know. Do you remember, was it uh, The Seekers? Did Hey There, Georgie Gill? <laughs> there's enough of that. Well, yes, Martha High released that as well as a single, dear oh dear. So looking forward to uh, speaking with her. She's got to be next week's interviewee. Now, last week's interviewee, you may remember, uh, sang with Teddy Pendergrass as one of his backing singers, but also in the early 70s she had a massive massive song i'm going to play connie laverne in just a moment right now teddy himself you can't hide Oh. 
Connie Laverne, and thank you so much for listening to my song, and happy holidays, and blessed and safe holidays to all of you. God bless. Yo, 
lovely, lovely lady, Connie Laverne. Uh, I had such a lot of fun speaking with her last week. Uh, in fact, you only actually got to hear 10 minutes of an hour-long interview. So if you'd like to hear the rest, it's shinal.co.uk. That's where you need to be. And uh, she's there along with lots of other people from Candy Staten and George McRae and the Pointer Sisters. And um, oh, just have a look, shinal.co.uk. That's it from me. I'm going to trot off and leave you with a wonderful song from Thelma Houston. And uh, all I can say is, whatever you're doing this week, wherever you're going, be good, play nice, and whatever you do, don't touch that dial. So much more great music coming straight.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.